Brandon Foe Adventure Co. is an immaturely mature podcast. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Welcome back to Friend and Foe Adventure Co. We are celebrating one year. Woo! So we have kind of a special community episode here. Let's pretend like this is the first time anyone's ever listened. Introduce yourself, your character, kind of what they look like, what their class is, and then share a frivolous fact. I am Matt. I play Good Boy. He is a psycho. I mean, if anybody's played the games, that's pretty much what he looks like. The mask and psycho-ness. But he's also wearing like a tie-dye shirt. Frivolous fact about him is that he often trains orphans to blackmail wealthy businessmen. It's called Good Boys, Good Boys and Girls. <laughs> club good boys good boys and girls club i love that when you're giving frivolous facts it sounds like you are doing the type like the predictive text thing just because (laughs) i was gonna ask if that's what was happening there (laughs) no i just i go into it completely cold so i (laughs) just think of what i'm gonna say in the moment i love it good boy is always a wild card when it comes to frivolous facts frizzless Frizzles. Frizzle, Miss Frizzles facts. <laughs> okay, hi, I'm Kyle. I play Mercurius. He is a vault hunter. He's a, he's a gunner. Obviously, he's a vault hunter, but he's a gunner with the mech and everything like Moe's from Borderlands 3, my favorite character in that game. He is fairly tall, just a regular dude. He's got long hair, long brown hair, goatee, robotic eyes. And he wears slacks and kind of nice clothes. He's got a tie and a vest. Pretty well-dressed guy. His frivolous fact for today is that he doesn't like to tell people a lot, but part of why he became a vault hunter was a midlife crisis. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, we don't really know how old everyone is, kind of, but old enough to have a midlife crisis, at least. Yeah, I mean, what's the average life expectancy of a vault hunter? It's probably, like, kind of low. Yeah, 21. So I think you're about 10, 10 and a half. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mercurius is totally 10, 10 years old. He's a very gruff 10 year old. Did we forget to say that everybody was children? Oh, no. Yeah, that's kind of a key plot point. Right. I'm Kimberly. I play Phaleon, who is a siren. I guess she's a siren infuser. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a custom class that I made for you. Okay, so she's a siren. So she has the glowy tattoos, like swirls on her arms, and they're lavender colored. She has long brown hair and she's fairly short. Pigeon is her companion, her partner in crime, so says the paper. And he is a hummingbird. He's purple and green colored feathers. And he's a cutie patootie. <laughs> um, a frivolous fact about Phaleon is her preferred writing utensil, yeah, is a flare pen. A flare pen? What does that mean? It's like a marker pen. It's very precise. What's it used for? Writing. Well, Is it like a calligraphy thing? No, it's just like, it's like a teacher style pen. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. It's, used for it. it's just, it's a good kind of pen. So fancy. Nice. The rest of us ball hunters have never heard about it. I didn't know I'd have so many questions. I feel like the more <laughs> frivolous and obscure the fact, the more questions it gets. I didn't think it was <laughs> obscure. <laughs> uh, what color is it? Does she always have it on her? 
Well, she has like a pack of multicolored ones. Like, so there's like purple, of course, and blue and green and all these other colors. So just like whatever she's feeling that day is what she uses. Okay. So she's got like a, a pen pouch. Oh, what did you call it again? A flare pen. Flare pen. So she's got like a pouch full of various colors of flare pen. Exactly. Okay. Hello, I'm Phil. I play Tarquin Britstone. He is a Deadeye Mechromancer and he is, you know, just a guy. He's got short brown hair. He wears sort of silver gray body armor with blue trim. He's got a blue cloak slash cape thing because it looks cool when he's running around. Black combat trousers, boots, although they're easy sliders because he still can't do shoelaces. Lots of belts and buckles, lots of bottles and pouches that he keeps, souvenirs that he takes off his kills. Oh yeah, he's got a bionic arm and a bionic eye. And his frivolous fact is that when Tarquin was at boarding school, him and his friends formed a gang called the Tankers because they were all kids from rich families and they vowed that when they grew up, they would tank their dad's businesses. Wondering where that was going to go. Were they tough guys? Or no, no, just uh, just just all hated the idea of working for Papa or Mama, and so we're like, when I inherit this business, I'm gonna run it into the ground. Ha! <laughs> what was Tarquin's dad's business? Is that is that that's too many? That's next week's frivolous fact. <laughs> he owns an acquisitions company. <laughs> it's boring. I am Riley. I am the BM, aka Bunker Master. I look exactly like Ryan Reynolds. I'm just really good looking, roguishly good looking. And then I do frivolous facts about the world. And the frivolous fact this time is going to be that there is in Geohold, which is kind of where their base is, there is Randy, who's a half orc bar owner and magician. And they do not drink. Neither does Amir. Both Amir, who is Amir's more of the arms dealer. Uh, they are co-owners of Friend and Foe Adventure Co. Neither one of them drink. To celebrate our one year anniversary, we are going to do a little fun episode. And it's going to be sort of a general feel of what vault hunters do. A lot of the times they go into taverns, they drink, and then end up going on some sort of quest because some patron there has a quest for them. The The fun thing is that we have this bar, this tavern full of quest givers, and most of the quests that we go on will be from listeners. I went on social media and on our Discord, mostly our Discord, I asked our listeners to come into a private channel and the rest of the crew couldn't see this and asked them to send me in a quest giver and then a quest. And now the uh, the Vault Hunters are going to go and kind of rapid fire do these quests. A beautiful half-orc woman with dark red hair and a long braided ponytail wearing an elegant light blue dress, beautiful blue eyes, stands behind a bar. She puts down a delicious-looking beverage in an icy, frosted mug. So even though you all are experiencing this different and kind of different times and space, you can still sort of interact as a group when talking to her. Haven't seen you here before, but as you can see, I've seen many like you. You look around and the tavern is full of people. Beautiful, custom-crafted tables and chairs nearly all occupied by various folks many of which are vault hunters animatedly speaking. Some are talking to other patrons 
After finishing their conversation, they leave through the front door. You're at the west wall of the tavern, where the bar is. The southern wall has the entrance. The eastern wall has three doors, two of which are labeled as restrooms. The other one has a slider on it. And then the northern wall has a beautiful fireplace and hearth that warm the entire room. Voltant has come far and wide to share their stories and make new ones. You're in good company here, so long as you're helping the other patrons of the bar. Drinks are on the house. You've already checked your weapons at the door, but even so, the main rule here is no violence. With that out of the way, welcome to the Frosty Flagon. How this works, you're not together, but you may interact with each other. Play yourself, but to the main person whose turn it is, you're just some other random vault hunter. So if it's Phalion's turn, Mercurius is just some random mech pilot, Tarquin's an old necromancer, etc., etc. Uh, old? Uh, the tap- Fuck off. <laughs> Any old? I thought we were all kids, like 10 years old. Yeah, ancient. Oh, my mistake. My mistake, sir. On your turn, you'll roll a d4 to determine which of your fellow vault hunters is going to go on the quest with you, and then a d8 to decide another rando NPC vault hunter. You'll get descriptions of the patrons. You get to pick one, interact with them, and then you leave the tavern. You'll roll a d20 to determine how well it went, and we'll distribute the damage. Half of it goes to the main person, and then a quarter to each of the other characters that go with you, the vault hunters. And then you'll be back in the frosty flagon, sharing your tale with people or turning in your quest. We'll pretty much just get to experience what happens in the tavern and then we'll get filled in in character in as to what happened in between. We're going to do this in rounds. And so everybody will roll initiative. That'll determine turn order. And then each round will rotate first player. 12. 10. 4. 4. Oh, no. Both of you re-roll. <laughs> 2. <laughs> I think I got 20. It's the like little swirly thing. Yeah, I'm sure that's 20. So the initiative will be Tarquin, Good Boy, Phaleon, Mercurius. You'll also roll a die to determine what patrons come up. So roll me a d12 to determine the quests. Two d12s. A four and a two. Now roll me a d4. Four. And then roll me a d8. One. Your party for this moment is a large psycho, played by Matt. A smaller but tough-looking, disheveled human female berserker. And you're kind of, you're the leader here. Naturally. Against one of the walls, you see a vending machine. It has the word Skulldugger across it and a picture of an assault rifle wearing a bandit mask. You also see at one of the tables, a mysterious figure in a trench coat and hat. You can't tell what gender or race they are. A vending machine or a person. Well, bar lady said help the patrons of the tavern, so I'm going to go talk to the person in the hat. Hello. Good evening, sir slash madam. My name's Tarquin Britstone. These are my associates. Do do I know this psycho and this berserker lady? Are they my friends? They're just random people that have, for some reason, joined you here. It doesn't matter at all. They're just a psycho and berserker. Okay. This is my friend Colin, the psycho. And Jennifer, she's a berserker. Hello. Hello. Are you here because you have a quest that you need help with? Yes, we need the quests done 
Yes. Perhaps I might uh, direct you to the nearest school so you can work on your grammar, sir. That won't be necessary. Oh, I think it will. Ouchies. I'm going to ignore this person and go to the vending machine because I trust that will be able to speak properly. Yeah, you go over to the vending machine. What are the buttons? What are the options? I am V3ND0R, or Vendor. I am also sold out right now, and my last shipment was stolen. Could you help me, dear Vault Hunters? Yes, we can. What was the nature of the shipment that you lost? Weapons, of course. If you could go and steal them back, that'd really help me out. How long ago were they stolen? Yesterday. Okay, did you get a... Do you have eyes? Do you have cameras? You can hear me somehow. How? What clues can you give me? Yes, I actually know right where it will be. If you leave now, you can intercept them at Skag Gulch. Skag Gulch? I think I had a drink with her the other week. It is a location, not a person. Wrong type of noun. Trust me, many people have visited that location. I do not understand your innuendo. I didn't think you would, mate. Um, right, okay. Colin, Jennifer, let's go to Skag Gulch. Uh, you get up, you go, you walk out the door, roll d20. That is a, a one. <laughs> oh, no! Starting off strong. Okay. Half of 19 is nine and a half. So you'll take 10 points of damage. Okay. Good boy and the Berserker each take five. I'll track all of the damage. Their names are Colin and Jennifer, please. Oh, yes. Good boy. Good boy. He's not here. I don't know him. You walk through that front door. The next thing we know, you're in front of Vendor again. How did it go? To be fair, mate, not the best question I've ever done. See, we turned up at Skag Gulch. Me and Colin and Jennifer, good friend Jennifer over here, we went to Slag. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Skag Gulch and we noticed a little like hideout cave all the way at the bottom of the gulch, the deepest part of the gulch. But as we were going down, Jennifer lost her foot in. She slipped, she got a really nasty graze all down her thighs, really hurt herself, messed up her hair. It was terrible. Anyway, we got to the bottom and there was like a branch, two paths to go. Um, and, you know, we, we flipped for it. We went down one. And all we found was like one sort of old shoebox. Um, and in it was a catapult, some firecrackers, and like a polished sort of pebble thing. And a gun. One gun. A pistol. A spud gun that fires bits of potato. Was, was that the weapons that you lost in the shipment? You look at that pistol and the firecracker. The firecracker's a Dahlia firecracker brand. The pistol is a Torg pistol some sort of special one. The catapult is a black powder catapult. Thank you. This will do, I guess, for now. Pay no mind to the different bands of weaponry here. Here, have this last pistol on the house. And it ejects an last pistol. Thank you. How come you had that pistol when earlier you told me you were sold out? Liar. This was for Justin Casey's. Okay, cool. Thank you very much. I'm glad I could help. I'm glad you got your catapult back. You don't have any arms. Also, those vault hunters over there helped me and did way better than you. And what? So, this is the vault hunting equivalent of me loosening, loosening the lid on the jam jar, mate. So, shut up. Next up is, actually, good boy. So, in order to speed this up, 
we are going to edit out all of the rolling. So whenever you hear this sound, that means that we've done all that rolling and we are just reading the results. So your party is comprised of a siren with a little bird companion and a hunter with a bird companion as well, actually. Hmm. Great rolling. So Phaleon, obviously you're that that uh, siren. And then what you see is a mysterious figure in a trench coat and hat. You can't tell the gender or race. It, with bad literacy skills. <laughs> and then an androgynous orc wearing garish clothing. Uh, I'm going to go talk to the person in the trench coat, I guess. Okay. Question. Yeah. Like, when you say that I'm in his party, like, have I been, like, doing adventures with him? Or I'm just walking in at the same time? Yeah, almost like, almost, yeah, yeah, like, you're just there at the same time. You've, you're literally meeting here. Strangers. Okay. You approach the mysterious figure in a trench coat and hat. Hello, Can you help me? Uh, yeah, sure. What, what's up? We saw the chests in the nearby caverns. We want to know what's in it. Wills you go in it? In the cavern or in the chest? Cavern. Okay. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll get to definitely go in the cavern. Thanks. You're welcome, I guess. Uh, roll me a d20. Seven. So, seven, that's... 13 damage so you're gonna take seven damage and then the other your the rest of them will take three you get up you leave you open the door you're back in the tavern and you can't see the mysterious figure anywhere in the tavern so instead you sit down at a table and you're going to regale the fellow patrons of the frosty flagon with the tale of your adventure you guys are not going to believe what happened. What happened? We, well, just hold on a second and I'll tell you. Don't interrupt. So sorry. Oh shit, I did it again. My bad. So we went to, well, first of all, there was this uh, sort of mysterious figure in a trench coat who asked us to go look at like a, a chest. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was kind of like a chest. Sorry, we both got concussions. It was rough. Oh, no. Did you hit your head when you opened the chest? Well, here's the thing, is that when we went to open it, it was actually a mimic. <gasps> what? Yeah. A receptacle of, of woody flesh? Fleshy wood, you say? I would not say it like that. I yeah, I don't think, I don't think I would say that. But I mean, if you want to say that, I guess. Uh, no, no, you're right. You're right. That's weird. Well, what happened next? Well, I know I hit my head at some point. The rest is kind of fuzzy. I probably shot it a little bit. And then uh, we came back here. Dan. Did you, did you kill it? I don't think so. We only rolled a seven. So. Oh, wow. Well, you're lucky to get away. They eat so many adventurers. You could have been lunch. 
Yeah, no, instead he's got a concussion. The hunter looks so sad. Well, they did get Stevie, and his little bird is gone. Oh, man, I was going to come up with like a bird-themed name for us, too, but I guess now I can't. <laughs> well, what would it have been? Uh, Angry Birds. Phelion, you're next. Tarquin, you are in this one. You've got a Mecromancer. And then the third party is, uh, you know, you walk in and there's just a guy wearing kind of ratty clothes. And he goes, hey, I'm Todd. Do you mind if I join you? Sure, Todd. This sounds great. Thanks so much. I've never done this before. And I just, I'm just so excited. Just so excited to be here. Cool. And I take out my flare pens and start drawing on the napkin. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're doodling. And then you kind of look around the tavern. You see an androgynous orc wearing garish clothing and a light blue kobold wearing a red wrestling singlet and gear. A kobold is kind of like a lizard-esque type person. Okay, I was going to ask. A reptilian humanoid. Kobold? Kobold. I'll put my flare pens down, and I'll walk towards the kobold. Hello there. Oh, hello there, Vault Hunter. I'm Nachito. Maybe you've heard of me. I am about to go on tour with my band, Wasted Talent. And it holds up the sign of the devil. Rock on! That sounds great. Have you, have you heard of us? I'm sure I've heard of you sometime in my life, but... Uh... Not not ringing any bells, but I'm sure you're great. Oh, great. Undersells it, man. But uh, I, anyway, you're, you're, you're vault hunters. Let's, let's help each other out here, huh? I've misplaced my trusty weapon. The folding chair of destiny. TM. If you get it for me, I'll give you some sweet bardic inspiration. Some sweet what? Bardic inspiration. Bards are like music people that play instruments as like their ability they can like inspire people and strengthen people through their music oh, okay. or hurt you know there's different ways to do it okay yeah yeah i can try and help you what happened oh we were getting ready for tour and we put all of our gear in our van it's a pretty sweet van painted on the side is a skag throwing up a rainbow throwing up a, this, yes, the rainbow is also throwing up birds, eagles, and hawks. It's pretty sick. Anyway, we left all our gear there overnight, and somebody broke in and stole my folding chair of destiny, TM. Okay. Um, like, where was your van? It, it, was in my, it was at my house. Why, did they take anything else? They just took your folding chair of destiny, TM. They took my quarter-inch magic plug, too. But that doesn't matter. I've got lots of those. Okay. Do you have any clues or anything that would help me locate this chair of destiny? TM? Thanks for including the TM. That is very important. Nope. Got no clues for you. Just go and ask around. It can't be hard to find a chair of destiny, TM. Okay, this sounds fun. I'll, I'll ask around. Thanks. Hey, Thank you again for involving me. This is my first time. Nachito, Todd, nice to meet you. Shakes his hand. We, we've got this, I'm sure. These these two look like pros. Todd, dude, you're trying too hard. Just be cool, right? Well, uh, yeah, you're you're right. You're cooler than me. You're experienced. I got you. Got this. I got this. We're a team. We're a unit. We're we're really a family. I feel like at this point. No, we're not. Todd. Okay, Todd. Well. 
I guess we'll go to his house, even though he didn't tell us where it was. My house is over there. Here's the address. Thank you. You're welcome. You get up, you go to the door, and roll me a d20. 14. You are going to take three damage. Quarter doesn't split. I guess just one and one. So, yeah, Tarquin, you just take one damage, and then... I'm not Tarquin, though, am I? The Mancer and Todd take one damage each. You're right back at the table. You've got the chair in hand. You're in front of Nachito. My folding chair, TM of Destiny, TM. Is it like a real chair? Like a real folding chair? Yeah, like a metal folding chair. Uh, it's okay. been spray painted to look a little like rock star like, but it's, it's nothing like, it's not that special. Do you want to hear how we got your folding chair of Destiny, TM? Pray tell, tell me. So when we went to your house and your beautiful van was there, and by the van, I saw some glittery marking tracks on the ground. So we followed it and we came across a leprechaun and he had your chair, your folding chair. And we fought like he held on tight and I pulled really, really hard. But of course, I'm a little bit taller. And so I just like when he... (laughs) Went to pull hard. I just let go. And then he went flying. And then I ran after and I got the chair. Hurt my hands a little bit, but got your chair. And that's how we got your chair. Your uh, folding chair of Destiny TM. And I was just happy to be there. So excited. When I was running away, I I skinned my knee. Just a little one damage. I don't know. This (laughs) vault hunting is pretty rough on the body, isn't it? Enough, Tom. Enough. No, Yes, you're right. Shh, shh. That's uh, that's pretty badass. Hey, Fault Hunter, thank you so much. I appreciate you. So, like, do I get anything? Yeah, yeah, that's the deal here. You get free drinks because you helped patron. Okay. Here, you could have, oh, Bardic Inspiration, of course. Ah, yes. <sighs> yes, I for- I totally remembered. And he starts to sing. Have I ever told you you're my hero? There goes my hero. And you feel so inspired. You feel strengthened. Todd is headbanging. He's getting a little dizzy, though, and has to sit down. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> a flaw. Oh, no, no. Okay, well, it is Mercurius's turn, and everybody has gone on an adventure except, them, except for Mercurius. Yay. <laughs> Loner. Loner. He's got to go on himself. Go by himself. I was trying to pick up the, the orc mommy bartender. <laughs> the half orc. Hey, can, I, can I get a glass of your breast milky? I mean, best whiskey? Or, and also, uh, I, could, I could go for a booty, uh, a bottle of champagne. Oh, bother. <laughs> you're really something, aren't you? I'm not, I'm not good at this. You're not good at this. Hopefully, you're a better vault hunter than a pickup artist. Yeah, maybe I should go. Maybe I should go do a quest thing. Uh, I really blew it with the, the orcs. This will make me feel better. After being rejected, you see... But my pickup lines were so good. So good. You nailed it. You see a psycho with a red rubber glove on his head and a fake chicken beak attached to his psycho mask. And he's bobbing his head back and forth. The other thing you see is a small goblin with a big nose and long ears, a monocle affixed in front of one eye. He's wearing a slightly dirty suit and bow tie. He's pacing back and forth, repeatedly checking his pocket watch. Well, I was hoping for uh, half-orc David Bowie. 
I kept hearing him come up. I think the finely dressed goblin is probably where, where I'm going to go. I'll try my best not to be racist to him. Yes, yes. And your companions, you've got a bald half-orc male commando on your team and a short but muscular male gunzerker. All right, the bros on the road. Let's go. Let's do this. So you approach the goblin pacing back and forth and he stops, looks at his pocket watch, looks up at you. Oh, hey, you look. Maybe like you can help me. The name's Mr. Greaves. I'm a representative of the Goblin Imperial Bank. I've been sent to find the descendants of... And he pulls out a poster and he looks at the poster, reads it. Mercur... Mercius. Mercius? I don't know how you say it. Uh, and he shows you the poster and it is a picture of you. Uh, that guy looks familiar. Yeah, I was gonna say, he kind of looks like you, but... He passed away, and so we are looking for his his next of kin because, well, they uh, the Goblin Imperial Bank has locked his account and needs to give away his money, give his money and possessions to his next of kin. We just can't seem to find them. Ah, yes, of course. It, it is very difficult to manage an estate, especially when you're grieving. Uh, yeah, I can help. I can, I can do this. Is Great. It- is that me? It's not me, is it? It's yeah. definitely not me. You look I'm at alive. it and you look at it and it's like it says Mercurius on it and it's it's uh it looks just like you. Huh. Uh one of the big berserker says, uh, that looks a lot like you, bro. Didn't you say your name was Mercurius too? Yeah, I I think so. What if can I can I have the estate? <laughs> well, if you are his next of kin, then of course. If I'm, if he's, if I'm me, if he's, I am, you are, if he, we got paperwork that said you're dead. Oh, okay. But if I'm me, then am I my next of kin? How does that work? Yeah. That doesn't (laughs) make any sense. No. This sounds very complicated. I think you're going to need to go to the Goblin Imperial Bank headquarters and sort this out with them. That's right. I gotta, I gotta figure this out. I never knew I had a double kager. I mean, a doppelganger. God, I've been doing that a lot today. Maybe it's a tumor. Uh, well, I guess, bro, we're with we're with you, and we'll help you figure this out. All right, onward, lads. Roll your d twenty. Am I gonna take damage at the bank? Six. You try to take out a loan, and I don't know. The loan takes you out. Your cr- your credit score, yeah. <laughs> you go get up, leave the tavern, and then you're back at the table. The goblin is gone, but you now are going to regale the tavern folks of your great tale to the to the bank. Okay. Did we take any damage? You took three points of damage, and they each took one point of damage. So there I was in the bank, and uh, we were speaking with a loan officer, and then they were like, well, you, technically, we got the paperwork that says you're dead, so we're going to have to kill you right here. And man, it was crazy. We had to, we like flipped over some desks for cover and there was a huge gunfight. Everything exploded and um, it was, it was pretty good. It was, it was a bloodbath. Yeah, it was real hardcore. My man here, ha, my the berserker or the gunzerker over here was, was just dual wielding, slaughtering everyone. He's really good. He's, it didn't feel like a fair fight. Yeah. But I did sustain a paper cut. Yeah. I mean, 
those documents, those loan documents, you know, you got to watch out for those. You might get some paper cuts. Definitely a fierce and epic battle. Much goblin blood was shed. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. And then we didn't figure out how to unlock his bank. We just killed a bunch of goblins, and I didn't feel anything after seeing a goblin die. Welcome to Somewhere in the Middle of the Episode, where we do ads. If you want to support us directly, we just started a coffee or Ko-Fi, and you can donate money, buy us badass tokens, if you will, so that we can do certain things like buy new music, buy artwork, buy new equipment or software. Everything you donate will go back into the show. So you can go to coffee.com slash FFAdventureCo. There's a link in the episode description if you want to support us directly. If you want to try Bunkers and Badasses for yourself, you totally should, and you should let us know how your adventures go. But first, you need the source book. So go to nerdvanagames.com and buy yourself a source book. If you enjoy listening to us, then go check out Bad Assets. Ian Moss, who has played Drake Wilson in our podcast, he is the BM over there, and he BMs for a great group of folks. They have great chemistry, and right now they are playing through the Assault on Dragon Keep, which is in the source book. It's really fun. Such a good group. You can watch it on YouTube and they have the actual battle maps and whatnot, or you can listen wherever you podcast. Bad assets. So that completes the first round. Great job. All right. So this time, good boy, you're going first. Give me those rolls. All right. You are with the Mecromancer and a hunter that no longer has a bird. You've already gone in an adventure with him you see a bandit with a brown mask that's white from the nose to the top of the forehead and he's staring at some papers and then the other person is a humanoid horse person standing about one and a fifth square tall made completely of jade wearing a fancy brown suit and matching top hat he taps a black wooden cane inlaid with gold and a shiny red gem atop of it. Okay. I mean, I have to be the horse person. You approach. Hello, dear Vault Hunter. My name's Jade Pony, but you can call me JP. A bandit stole my people's means of creation, a tool that ejects unicorn horns and projectiles and transforms them into a humanoid gem being. A humanoid what? Gem being. Oh, gem being. Yes. Okay, I gotcha. Would you help me? Uh, yeah, I'll help you. Let's do it. Save the gem beings. I mean, I lost my bird. What else have I got to lose? I might as well partake in this here quest I have. Whatever, along for the ride. Can we ride on the pony's back? Nay! I am a humanoid horse. You can still give me a piggyback. Nay! Don't be so insulting. Whatever, don't be so selfish. I'm not selfish, I'm JP. Fine, you might not be selfish, but you are a little jaded. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I feel like asking a horse for a piggyback is like really offensive. You think I would lower myself to the status of pig? Tarquin, squeeze my hog. 
So, the bandits thought it was a gun and shot a skag with it, creating a humanoid gem skag. It killed the bandit and has been transforming more skags. Retrieve my procreation tool for me, please. Okay. I wasn't thinking of it that way. Now it feels a little bit weird, but all right. Thank you. And he gives you directions on where to go. Does he want to see my procreation tool? All right, roll me a d20. Oh, it's a nat 20. Oh, baby. Nobody takes any damage. Uh, Yeah, you get up, you leave the tavern, and then you are back in front of the horse, and you've got this gun-looking thing that shoots unicorn horns. Thank you for retrieving it. I hope it wasn't too much trouble. No, it was no problem at all. Like, we literally just asked, and he gave it to us. Wow, that is so strange. Yeah. No fight? No conflict? Nope. I mean, we killed him anyway, but no. Oh, well, I suppose that'll do. Thank you. And it, uh, with its hand hoof, it chisels away at its hip and breaks off a piece of jade and then hands it out to you. As payment, have a piece of me. Right, so you won't let me have a piggyback, but you will literally snap a part of yourself off and give it away as a trinket. Well, you retrieved this great tool of procreation for us. You're a fucking great tool of procreation, mate. You've ensured my species will live on. All right, I'll give you a portsy back ride. Yippee! Let's go to Phaleon. Your teammates are... Please tell me Todd's still there. <laughs> Todd is not. Oh, what happened to well, Todd? Todd is still around. Todd's in the bar. Todd saw a mountain and was like, I could climb it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, yeah, you can look around and you see Todd. Do you want to approach Todd? No. You can invite Todd along. I don't. It's fine. No, no. Okay. Out of character, I want to invite him to come. Uh, all right. So you have a mech pilot and then the female disheveled, tough looking berserker. Can you tell me what a berserker does? Punches things. They're, they're just like really strong, usually more like melee based. Okay. She's not like huge, though. This berserker, she's she's kind of small, but deceptively strong. Let's see. You rolled 11 and 1. You're over by the back corner of the room, uh, by the bathroom, and you can hear inside a somebody puking in there. No. And then the other one, you see a male human wearing grease-stained coveralls and a painter's smock. Um, well, I'm definitely not helping the person who's puking. That's a no for me. I guess I've had quite a few drinks, so I'm feeling friendly. So... <laughs> I'm going to walk up to the guy in a painter's smock. Is that what you said? Yeah, it's like an apron for artists. Okay. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for coming and chatting with me, Vault Hunters. How are you? I'm, I'm great. That's great to hear. How about you? Uh, I'm good, man. I just, you know, drinking, hanging out, going on adventures. And you? Yep, good. Speed it up here, old man. Speed it up. I like you. Oh, thanks. I kind of like you, too. Wink. (laughs) 
Well, I am the artist known as Nostra Dumas. I'm working on my masterpiece, a revelation of much importance, but have run low on supplies. I need several large pieces of metal. Could you procure them for me? Sure. Why not? But first, like, will I get anything out of this? Free drinks? And who can say what the future holds? No one knows. You can tell me what you would give me. You know, I feel like Nostradamus would have a pretty good idea. I mean, Nostradamus, I'm sorry. While no one can know exactly what the future holds, I do foresee drinks and mayhaps my masterpiece will edify your presence and place in the world. Okay, whatever, I'll do it. Yeah, this old guy sucks. Agreed. Hey, Nostradamus. Uh, sorry. (laughs) Nostradamus. Yes? Do you see any, um, uh, half-orc bartenders in my future? He closes his eyes and thinks, scratches at his chin. I think that I do. Ah. Hell yeah, dude. I thought he was going to say, like, no. (laughs) Though I don't know that it will end well for one of you. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, I got some I got some large pieces of metal for you right here. Knocks on my metal leg. <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to be like, knocks on your groin, and that's the moment when you reveal that you also have a robotic cyborg penis. <laughs> well, yeah, no, not yeah. I'm dead. Let's go. Let's 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 roll. Let, this is getting weird. Let's get out of here, right? It's like let's move on. Yeah. But wait, where do we where do we find the metal? Oh, just just any metal, any large pieces of metal. Just find him about town, outside of town, go to a scrapyard. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but how big do you want them? Like, bigger than what? I have a feeling that what you find will work. <laughs> okay. He's a true artist. Are you going now? Yeah. I mean, I, have, I still have a lot of questions, but I'll go. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you get up to leave. Uh, roll me that D20. Nine. Okay, so you're going to take five damage and mercurius you're going to take two and so will the berserker you get up you go to the door open it walk out and then you're back and you've brought what back tell us you're 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 coming back to nostradumus i've brought back part of a van that has rainbow puking out birds yes oh kimmy made the call back that's so good Oh my god, we scrapped we scrapped the van. Across the room, you see Todd and make eye contact with him and he's like, "Nice." Yeah, Todd, it is nice. Wow. I foresaw you bringing me something incredible, but I did not foresee this. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. It took a lot of work. I didn't really I don't really work on cars, so it took a lot of effort to get this off. <laughs> So I hurt myself quite a bit, but I got it for you. I thought it was large enough. Yeah, this will definitely do. Wow. It's already a work of art on its own. To take art and craft it into new art, to new beginnings, to new futures. Thank you. Please come back later and I'll show off what I've got. But then we need three. Oh, yeah. What what did you other two bring? The, you know, those... Uh, pianos that have like a big brass thing in them, like a brass hinge, like like the like the 
what do they call it? We had one. There was so much brass in that piano and it was really heavy. But I want to say I, I brought him big old brass piano thing. What do you call those? Fuck. In a grand piano, I don't know if they have like a big brass thing in there. But in ours, it was like it stood upright and it was like totally brass inside where all the strings were connected. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. It's like the frame. Yeah. Okay. So that like big brass frame inside of a piano that like where the like the strings are. are Yeah. They're like attached, attached from to one the, end to the other. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to go with it. I'm going to do that. Somehow I got that big heavy bastard. I used pancake. Pancake carried it because them shits are heavy. Wow. Both. Excellent finds. Again, art into art, from the audio medium to the visual medium. Yeah. Uh, I got this, this hubcap while she was doing it. So here, here you go. She puts it down on the table. Is it a hubcap from the same, from the van? Yeah, yeah. While she was doing that, it took a while. I actually grabbed all four, but then I thought, oh, that's too much to carry. I don't care that much. So I, I ditched, I used the other three as Frisbees. <laughs> we played Frisbee for like a few minutes before we came. Yeah, you were really good at it. It was most of the quest. Yeah, I practiced. It was like a date. And then this guy was on the third wheel. Whatever, dude. My date was pancake. As a token of my appreciation, I've got nothing until the future when you will get to witness and behold the magnificence. No, no, I need something. Oh, yeah. Uh. Money, something. I mean, you can watch me work. Watch you work? (laughs) That's a pass for me. Okay, yeah, yep. Here, here is a pocket watch that's three minutes ahead. Great, thank you. Is that so she can see the future? No, it's just fast. Oh. She'll never be late again, though. But I'll know it's three minutes ahead, so I'll be like, oh, I have an extra three minutes, so I'll always be late. Yeah, I got time. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Does that work for you? I mean, it's fine. Like, I'm not going to waste any more time. Thank you. Okay, well, let's go to Mercurius. Hey. You've got a psycho with you. Good boy there, right? Wait, what's his name now? I don't know his name. Bad Greg. <laughs> bad lad yeah so you've got that psycho and then you've got the commando that was described earlier hey my man so you're there at the bar you're looking about you see a gunzerker with holsters on both sides of his hips and they are empty and then the other one you see the bandit with a brown mask and white from the nose up to the top of the forehead staring at papers we're going to do the bandit. You walk up to him and he looks at you and looks like he's about to say something and then stops himself and then hands you a pile of documents. The documents are a cease or be deceased notice. So legal documents. And it oh. is addressed to a Steve stating that Hyperius has filed a trademark on the catchphrase, hey, maybe there's a lawyer or even a vault hunter that could help sort this mess out oh boy this is just a job for me i love uh, i love steve also i used to be a lawyer okay yeah i can help you with this are you is this guy a mute do you speak uh... oh no oh it's him 
he's trying to trademark. Who's trying to trademark the first? The first Hyperius. Who's my buddy? It's Matt, isn't it? I mean, good boy. I mean, upstanding lad. Yeah. Bad chap. There is like a contact office on there for any sort of um, dispute disputes that people may have. Disputations is what I wanted to say, but I feel like that's not a word. I you were going to say disputions. Dis- I did almost say that too. <laughs> well, I have a few disputions for this man. Let's um, let's go tell him some lawyer words. Hyperius is a company. It's Hyperion, right? In the Borderlands. Oh, it's- yes, of course. I, Yeah, it's Hyperius. Hyperion. Hyperius. Yeah, so yeah, there's an address to the Hyperius court offices in your town. Okay, we're going to go have some lawyer speak. A company runs the court? No, Hyperius is the company that filed the trademark, trademarking the catchphrase before before Steve could. Okay. Roll a d20. We have rolled a 13. Okay, so seven. So you take four damage and the other take two each. Oof. You get up, leave the sad-looking bandit, and go to the door, open it up, and then you are back at the table sitting in front of Steve. And he's looking at you with much anticipation. You can feel it through his mask. Man, Steve, that was crazy. We sat down and we were having, we did lawyer talks and we had drinks. And uh, upstanding chap here was a fearsome negotiator. But we were exchanging business cards. And the one guy, he just had like, uh, it was like eggshell, very fine print. God, uh it was such a good card. I, I told him it's impressive. Very nice. I took some damage from that. Yeah, these these lawyers, they had they had really good business cards. I felt like mine was just trash in comparison. Really made me feel kind of murderous. Yeah, so and then I had to, you know, I remembered I had some videotapes to return. Might go back a little bit later later, tell them about Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah. It's a great band. I think we killed somebody, but maybe accidentally. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was alcohol poisoning, turned out. Messy business. Yeah, drank too much of the meeting. But in the end, you know, we, we convinced them that they really didn't have a, a case. Because I used to be a, I used to be a lawman, lawyer man. Not a lawman. That's a different thing entirely. Yeah, I was just on my Echo Stone the whole time while these two did stuff. Uh, yeah, it was a real boring one. Yeah, for me, I mean... Yeah, this guy didn't even have a business card. What kind of commando doesn't have a business card? Unfucking believable <sighs> Thus, my two damage, the embarrassment of being harangued by people who have business cards. Ugh. <laughs> of many leather-bound books. Very important. And then he looks and he's like, hey? Yes. Hey-o. Hey-o! <laughs> <laughs> my man. So what do we get? Just the pleasure of being said hey to? Yeah. That's it? That's the whole deal? And he stands up and he starts dancing. He's like, hey, oh, hey, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh. God. There's no better reward than seeing the smiles on the faces of the client. Clientele. We now have to have a meeting with Willem Dafoe. So, Tarquin, you are definitely paired up with Phaleon this time. Hello, Mrs. Siren. What's your name today? Phaleon. What's your name? It can't be Phaleon. You're not Phaleon. It's oh, just a different story. Aren't I Phaleon? Aren't I myself in the bar? Yeah. I mean, 
technically she can be Phaleon. Like this kind of exists outside of time. Oh, sorry, I'm Whaleon. Oh, hey, Whaleon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Phaleon, or Whaleon, you're joined. And then there is a small female gnome soldier joining your questing today. Hello, small female gnome soldier. What's your name? Hello, I'm Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Nice to meet you. I'm Tarquin. This is Whaleon. We're going to do an adventure. I'm so excited. I am pretty experienced, real good at the medical stuff. So if any of you get injured, you're going to... I won't do anything. Okay, I've actually got a bit of a rash, you know down below if you want to have a look at that real quick before we start yep let's take a look okay cool like right here in the bar or should we go to the should we go to the drop them okay cool yep. uh did you put it in anything did you put it like in a soup or something it looks burned well i have just been to slag gulch actually so <gasps> oh no don't tell me you went into like a cave in there or yeah. anything yeah I did. did did you expose yourself while you were in there at all i might have done well, in the in the in the course of picking up the weapons box, I might have caught like one of my buckles and accidentally just yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna do it. You're gonna need an ointment for that. Yeah, do you have the ointment? No, no, I'm not a doctor. You said you were good at medical stuff. Yeah, I'm good at I'm good at medical stuff, but not. Okay. I mean, I have. I don't have a prescription pad or a. It's just like combat combat medicine, Mister BM. Am I pre-cursed Tarquin or post-cursed Tarquin? You can find out if you want. <laughs> okay. Um, I appreciate your skills, regardless of whether you're a doctor or not, Cindy, and I would love to have you along on the quest. Okay, great. That wasn't sexist at all. Let's roll. Absolutely. Who's in the bar? The gunzerker with empty holsters on both sides of his hips, and then... Uh, you're by the bathroom and you hear somebody puking inside the bathroom. Oh, I'm totally going to visit the puker. Okay. Which bathroom? Wait, no, wait, 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 wait. Are they in the male bathroom or the female bathroom? Oh, they're genderless. There's just two bathrooms. Okay. In that case, I'm going to knock on the door. Are you okay in there? <laughs> Guys, does anyone speak Vom? My inflection is not that good. Was that yes or no? I think no go- goes up at the end, but I wasn't sure if I heard it. I think we should just check on them. I don't know, Vom speak. Cindy, Vom speak. To me, it sounded like there's a wagon that broke down. I, but I'm very, very rusty on my Vom speak. Okay, Cindy, I love you, but you're really testing my patience right now. Just, okay. I'm knocking on the door again. Okay, I'm coming in, okay? So if you've got your John Cow, cover it up, yeah? Bang, open the door. Okay, you open the door, and they're in a stall. You can see they're kneeling in there. You can't see in there because the stall is closed. You hear them puking. Blah, blah, blah. On the floor, just outside of there, is a echo stone. Well, I pick up the echo stone. Eh, oh, wash your hands. Well, I will after. I've t- I'm not going to wash my hands before I touch the pukey echo stone. I'll wash my hands afterwards. Okay, okay. There's no puke on it. Come on. It's on the floor the outside of floor. there. It's, it is. The, okay, it's the bathroom floor. Fair point. You're probably going to need another ointment for that. Okay, Cindy. Yeah, we get it. Actually, Cindy, do me a favor. There's this guy, Todd, out in the bar. I think he really wants to speak to you. Oh, okay. Yeah. She leaves. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. I don't know about you, Waylon, but Cindy was getting on my tits. She was something. Yeah. Uh, you press play on the echo log. Hey. <laughs> My coffee guy got eaten by a dragon. All hope's not lost. 
dragons can't digest coffee beans. I think. So I need you to go through some of its fecal matter and find them beans. Bang it, you and get back to me. I need my coffee guy. Okay, was that someone being really street, as in like my coffee, comma man? Or has a man that delivers the coffee been eaten by the dragon? Was it the coffee man, like the milk man? Or was it like my coffee man? What if he's made of coffee? Or is it a man with a respiratory condition and his, he makes him cough? He is the coffee man. I guess we'll find out when we get there, huh, Leon? I'm going to look at the address and go to the address with the vision of rescuing one of those four possible items from, what was it, a dragon? A dragon. Roll me that d20. It's a five. If you're going to say dragon these nuts, Kyle, no. (laughs) (laughs) I would never, I would never say, why would you assume that I was going to say dragon? Unbelievable. I can't believe it. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's coffee. It would be dragging these beans. <laughs> I am shocked and insulted. Half of five would be seven and a half, round up to eight, which gives... How is half of five uh, yeah. seven and a half? Oh, half of 15. Sorry. 15. Because you rolled a five, right? So I'm just taking the leftover as damage and then dividing it. Uh, so 15 is yeah, there's seven and a half, go up to eight, but then there's... I thought we were getting Seven, a quarter of the damage. Three. Yeah, so three. Then the rest of you get three damage. Okay, okay I'm going to change something. Because you sent the soldier away, Phaleon, you actually took seven points of damage because it wasn't distributed with somebody else. So it was eight and seven. So you get up, you leave the bathroom, you go to leave the tavern, open the door, walk out, and you're back in. You're at a table and you're going to just regale people because the... You know, I don't know if you delivered it. Attention, bar folk. Uh, my name is Tarquin Britstone. You may remember me from such exciting adventures as the great catapult retrieval from earlier today. We've just been on a mission to rescue either some coffee or a man delivering coffee or a man made of coffee or a coughing man. Trouble is, we didn't get to find out which one it was. We turned up to this address, which is a warehouse down at the docks. And then, Waylion, what did we see next? We saw a dragon costume just laying on the ground. Absolutely. So we realized that the person who set this quest had been duped. We had to hunt for a naked person who had just climbed out of a dragon costume. So we followed. There was a set of like wet footprints that we followed. Still no sign of anything to do with coffee. I don't really know. We went into the warehouse and there was inside the web webhouse. It's now a web house. It's a fucking giant web house structure. And a big spider was in there and it had lots of bags of coffee. And there was the man. We all just got a bit confused and we ate some of the coffee and it wasn't really coffee. And I don't really remember. There was lots of colors and shapes. I could see smells. Yeah. And basically we're lucky we found our way back to the tavern. I don't fucking know. I apologize. Didn't rescue anything. Bit of a fail. Uh, that's weird. That's such a weird tale. Like, was the spider trying to make coffee? Or well, I don't really know. I think the spider was inside the dragon costume. Maybe it was one of those mascots for a coffee company. Oh, no, he'd been on holiday to a tropical location and a spider had laid eggs inside his ear and he didn't notice. So he was off on his like, hey, buy my coffee. And then suddenly, like all these spider babies hatched out of him. 
and the queen of the spiders. Well, she was like, hell no, I got to get my babies. So she comes along and she correct, collects all her babies and took them to the web house, which is where they live. Uh, did, did you kill them? No, no. Okay, all right. We left them there. It's the web house, their house. You can't just walk into someone's house and kill them. No. Looks like you took some damage. That was because I was off my face on coffee and I fell into a bollard. A what? A bollard? What's... <laughs> you know, like a, like a post, like a concrete post that's like about waist high and it like blocks off a bit of a road. Yeah, I didn't know they had we a name. We have those. I just didn't know they had a name. It's like a cement Whoa. post. What about you, Miss? How'd you take damage? Well, I was really confused why the footprints were wet. Oh, yeah, me too, actually. I also decided to eat some coffee beans. Off the floor. Off the floor by the wet footprints. They probably came out from the wet footprints' toes. They were probably in between the toes. They were like toe beans. Yeah, they barely weren't touching. Yeah. And I was just like looking around and I don't know, I just tripped over my own feet or imaginary feet that made the footprints. I don't know. But now I'm here and I'm hurt. Wow. Vault hunters have some weird tales. And then you look over in the corner and Cindy and Todd are full on making out. That's. (laughs) Wow. Todd's like, you see those mountains? You can climb them. Todd pulls. Todd is the true hero of all of this. (laughs) No, I could use another drink. Uh, hey, barkeep, I would really like to taste some green skin. I mean, gin. Oh, my God. She cracks a smile at that. Many Voltentas have tried, but none have succeeded. <laughs> is it rude to ask her which half is the orc half? The best half. Wink. Right or left? Top or bottom? Inside or outside? <laughs> she just gives a sly smile. She'll never tell. <laughs> hey. Yo, uh, Necromancer guy, you, me, and the orc bartender, quick one? What, like, double team? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Good luck. It's going to take more than two of you. That's probably not going to be our final quest, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Might be our final reward. <laughs> Round three. Let's, uh, let's do this next thing here. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to mix up the turn order here. Good boy. Let's, let's start with you. All right. You're teamed up with the hunter without the bird again, as well as Tarquin. So you see a Gunzerker with empty holsters on both sides of his hips, and then an androgynous orc wearing garish clothing. Uh, I'm going to go over to the Gunzerker. Named Sheriff O'Malley. Now, I'm not really a sheriff, but the pleasure's all yours. Uh, okay. Uh, well, <laughs> what can I do you for? Well... He pats at his empty holsters. I seem to have misplaced my last pair of pistols. Last I recall, I had them when I visited the Pawnee's Tavern. Would you uh, be a gent and find them for me? Uh, sure. can do that. Doesn't require a bird, does it? Oh, shit. I hope not. I, I sure hope not. The hunter's so sad saying that. Tears welling up in his eyes. I don't have much to live for. <laughs> Please say it doesn't require a bird. I don't reckon it'll require a bird. Okay, good. Well, then we can do it. No problem. Great. Roll that die. Uh, I got a seven. You get up, you go to the door, you open the tavern door, walk out, you're back at the table in front of this cowboy-looking dude. Uh, what happened? It looks like looks like you, you didn't come back with all the pistols. Yeah, so it turns out some problem. So we got there. You know what they'd done? They put them in a claw machine, like one of those claw machine games. Oh, boy. And we 
we tried and we tried and eventually we just ran out of coins. I, uh, well, I'm a little embarrassed to say, you know what, that actually kind of makes sense. I did, I did pawn them off there. Now that I, now that you say that, pawned it off for a mediocre cup of ale. Ah, shit. Well, I guess I can go and try my hand at the claw machine another time. With what money? If you had to pawn your only guns to buy a cup of ale, I don't think you've got enough coins to play a grabbing machine, fuckwit. Oh, you're right. What are you the sheriff of, the idiot? You know, I think that we could have done it. My little bird could have fit in through that hole and just flown right in there and grabbed him. Oh, so we did need a bird. <laughs> you said we wouldn't need a bird. I tried to put my hand up there and it got caught and it hurt a lot. Look at this gash. The hunter's very hurt. Brink of death hurt. Both emotional and physically. Well, thanks anyway, I guess. I'm sure you'll still get your ale, your free liquor here for trying. Wait, you didn't even need to pawn your guns. You could have just done a quest and got a free drink. You really are an idiot. (laughs) Some people are made for questing. Some people are made for drinking. You look kind of like you understand that. Then how you can't do either one, though? Shit. You've raised some mighty fine points. I have a lot to think about now. Okay, bye. Uh, Next up, we have Phaleon. So there is the androgynous orc wearing garish clothing, and then a psycho with red rubber glove on his head and a fake chicken beak attached to his mask. He's bobbing his head back and forth. I'm going to walk towards the androgynous orc. Oh, please do a David Bowie voice, please. Oh no! Face. Yeah, I don't know if I can do a Bowie's a Bowie voice. Artie, art, make art my name, and art is my game. Another art one? Oh no! I've heard tale of a real up and comer in the area, especially for an Alaspian. I simply must acquire one of his works for my collection. It's not even. I'm not even do, trying to do Bowie anymore. I'm enjoying it. It's fantastic. <laughs> I'll try to help you, I guess. Okay. If I am to gain audience with him, I must present him with a story of adventure and material for the craft. Would you fetch me both? Yeah, I'm pretty good at collecting things now. Excellent. I forgot to say who you were teamed up with even. Sorry. You are teamed up with Good Boy and a rusty robotic assassin. I know what materials I'm going to use. Okay. Matt, you're here. You're the psycho. So uh, roll... The die, your two twenty. I rolled a twelve. You get up, you go to the tavern door, open the door, walk out, and then you're back at the table in front of this androgynous orc. And wait, was my job to get materials right for an materials and a tail? Okay. So he needs a story to tell, a tell, tell, a tale to tell. Regale me with your tail. Can you remind me who the person was that was with me besides Good Boy? A rusty robot. Assassin. Perfect. I am here to aid you. So what happened was we went out and I didn't really want to search very far for some materials. So I turned on my companions, mainly the robot. Oh, no. I just like got some metal off his leg. I didn't really like kill him or anything, but I'm sure he's hurt. He's outside still. I'm sure he's embarrassed. But yeah, I got this piece of metal that's shaped like a leg. So does this work? Wow, that is dark. Tragedy definitely 
is tied in with art and beauty. Yes, it will work. Thank you. Perfect. You actually hear like the faint voice from somewhere and it's like, My leg, my leg. No, not like these. So do I get anything? I feel like I have to like beg for things. <laughs> putting in all this work. Yes, actually, you can assist me. So more work? You get your free drinks and you can help me meet the great artist. Okay, why not? Let's do this. Okay, but that's going to end that round for you. Wait, do I get anything? I just have to work with him? Yeah, you're just going to work with him. You get a part two later. Okay. Then we've got Mercurius. You are teamed up with Phaleon and Todd. Hey, hey. So happy to be here. I was making out with Cindy last time. I didn't go out on an adventure, but you know, that's okay. Lots of fun to be had in these taverns. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. Way to go, my man. Thank you. Congratulations on Poland. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but wait, wait. I, thought, I figured it out. I wanted to order a booty Mary. I mean, a bloody Mary me. I mean, a bloody Mary. <laughs> oh. Hey, buddy, you're going to get there. I'm going to get kicked out. <laughs> I wouldn't own a tavern if I wasn't used to people flirting with me. <laughs> I'll just go on another quest. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's only two quests left. So a psycho with a red rubber glove on his head and a fake chicken beak attached to his mask. It's bobbing. Uh, he's bobbing his head back and forth. Or a shifty figure in a trench coat and a psycho mask is standing in the corner near the entrance. I think we want chicken chaser. Chicken, chicken man, chicken Chase chickens. You walk up to him and he stares blankly at you for a moment. Uh, hello. I'm and Chicken Dan. He's Chicken Dan. I'm Chicken Dan. All right. Peacock. <laughs> wow. Already off to a great start here. Chicken Dan, nice to meet you. He's hold. Todd holds out his hand for a handshake. Todd, don't touch him. Uh, he pulls it oh, back. Is he gonna peck? He's gonna peck his hand. Chicken Dan goes to peck at him, but he's too slow. You you warned him in time, Phaleon. <laughs> oh, thanks, Phaleon. <laughs> I knew danger is everywhere, right? Vault hunters. All right, Todd, we get it. <laughs> I have here orders to build a chicken coup. I need your help arming my chicken army. Oh my god, a chicken coup. Well, what what kind of weapons do chickens wield? What can we get? What, what do you need to be armed with? That's what I need help with. Okay, okay. You're like egg launchers, um, that Hyperius catapult from earlier. You can just fill it up with eggs. Uh, so you're a you you're a chicken, and you have other chickens. You have a chicken army. I was just hired by somebody to help build this chicken coup. Ah, for chicken Slovakia. Maybe, maybe they got talons already and beaks. I was gonna say you could do those. <laughs> I don't know how I know this. You could do what they use for uh. For the cockfights and have like the metal spur thing they put on them. So you get up and roll me your d20. See how you did. Oh, 10. Yeah. 10. 10. You get up, you walk out, the, uh, you walk to the tavern door, you open it, step out, and then you're back and in front of the psycho with the red glove on his head and fake chicken beak. Hey, ch chicken Dan. Here's what happened. First, we were going to get some of those talent things that they use in cockfights, but it made us real, real sad. So we were like, man, this is a bummer. And then we had to break up a cockfighting ring, which was, you know, real time consuming. And then after that, we're short on time. We don't have time to get a catapult anymore for the eggs. And besides, why are you like, 
you're going to want to launch your eggs. Those are your bab- babies. This is bab- it may not be fertilized, but you made that egg. You want to launch those all over the place. So the only thing we got you is these muscular chicken arms that could go around the neck of the chickens. We got, we got you a crate of them. Here you go. Chicken Dan. Oh, this chicken army is going to look so strong. Thank you. Very fearsome. And he takes them and straps it like over his wrists because he's oh. human. Uh, yeah. And like just wobbles them back and forth so that it looks like his fists have muscular arms. His fists have muscular. Then he's got his big psycho muscular arms with muscular arms coming off of his muscular arms. This was a I'm, great idea. You look at Todd and Todd is bloodied, scratched everywhere. Well, I thought personally, you know, if we're going to arm chicken army, why not ask them? So I went there, but I tripped over one of them. And then when I was stumbling away from that one, I tripped over another one and the chickens just started going crazy. I don't think they need more weapons, uh, but, you know, that's that's the quest. And that's what vault hunters do. They pecked and scratched me. I am so close to passing out, having a great time. This is great. Yeah, you know, if you do enough damage to one chicken, then they all start swarming you, and they're invincible. Thumbs, he gives a thumbs up and, like, a awkward, enthusiastic smile, but through, like, pained teeth. One of his teeth is even missing. You'll be all right there, Todd. We gotta get you a drink. Tarquin, you are teamed up with Mercurius, and a human male dressed up as a cowboy, but he only has one leg. He's a gunslinger, so real good with them pistols. Who's left in the bar? There is a shifty figure in a trench coat and a psycho mask standing upright close to the tavern entrance. Right. Flyboy, hop along. You're with me. Oi, shifty. I need a free drink. You've obviously got a quest. What's your story? There's a ranch hive near the dumps. Clear out the ratchets. A what? A ratch? Yeah, ratches in this universe are kind of like these giant, maybe cockroach ish creatures they're almost like rats but with like spiky bones coming out and freaky looking like a rat lizard weird mix so ratches there's a rat hive in the dump that's your beef is it good yes i'll do that let's go trusty companions i think we can do this i could do this with one leg tight behind my leg i could do uh I don't know. I got okay, nothing. Okay, let's, let's do that then. I'm going to push him on the floor and I'm going to tie his leg behind his back <laughs> and just carry him like a suitcase. Oh, this is humiliating, but honestly not great with this crutch. So you let's do this. Yep, cool. Roll me your d20. Seven. You get up, you go, you open the door, you walk outside, and Mercurius and the gunslinger, you are in front of the shifty figure. Tarquin didn't make it back. Oh, God. Wow. Uh, it looks like one of you didn't make it back. Yeah, about that. Um, so, yeah, ratches. Turns out they, um, there's kind of a lot of them, and they kind of do a lot of damage. What happened? Are the ratches dead? <laughs> well, you know, like a couple of them, at least. I suppose that's something. I'm sorry you lost your friend. Oh, that's okay. We, I mean, we're acquaintances, right? We don't really know each other that well. Honestly, kind of glad that guy's dead. He was a little bit of an a-hole. Yes. You know, just acquaintances, not really friends. That's why I propositioned him to take the orc bartender home with me later. (laughs) That's something mere acquaintances do, right? I do not know. The trench coat opens up and a ratch comes out and reveals that it was just kind of posted on a coat rack 
and it scurries down off of the coat rack. There's just the hanging trench coat and a bandit mask. Yo, this guy's trying to kill his own kind. I wanted a new home all to myself. Holy shit. Well, thank you for trying. Hey, for effort. I hope that you at least ate the leftovers. Uh, no. What? That's the real treasure. The real treasure is the friends you eat along the way. Well, I mean, he did have an awfully nice robot arm. I wouldn't mind an upgrade. Well, that's why you always save your acquaintances' bodies. So you can consume them for later. Did you get eaten by Ratch? Is that what happened? No, I'm a Ratch. No, I mean Tarquin. We're curious what happened. I have to decide how he died? Yeah, just decide how he died. Oh, God. Um, so you, you clearly got eaten by ratches, but how did it get to that point? There was way Ate too him many. Alive. Yeah, and then we were, you know, we were at the bar already for a while now, for like at least almost two and a half hours now. So obviously we've been drinking a lot. I was still preoccupied with trying to come up with liquor-related puns to try and hit on the bartender. So I wasn't really watching his back. Two of us took a few out, but uh, yeah, that guy, he just got eaten. Ooh, liquor. That's a good one. I'm still preoccupied. Oh, yep, yep. Well, good luck uh, Good luck to you getting with that half-orc. Yeah, thanks, buddy. I'm going to go on more adventures, I suppose. What about Tarquin? Does he get to brew you himself back? Well, here we go. Everybody needs to take out their mic, their headset. You can't hear the next parts. Tarquin, you go and you walk out the tavern door and you feel the pain of death upon you. But a few moments later, your body uh, reassembles and you look around. There's no walls. Instead, you see distant stars and planets. You're standing on a platform suspended in the emptiness of space. In front of you are stairs slightly elevated to a black throne and on it a beautiful strong-looking Native American woman sits sideways on the throne, her legs hanging over the right arm of the throne. She's wearing a pantsuit like you've definitely seen before. Within it, stars, galaxy, the kaleidoscope of galaxies in it, right? Swirling in there. That's all in the fabric. A purple iridium crown sits atop her long, black, wavy hair. Wow. Your track record against these disciples is not great. Thank you so much for listening to Friend and Foe Adventure Co. I can't believe that we've been going for over a year now and that this was our one year celebration. What a fun way to celebrate. Thank you, everybody who listens to the podcasts, who interacts with us on the Discord, on social medias, who's rated and reviewed the podcast. It really does mean so much to us that you support us in that way. And people that have gone to the Ko-Fi and supported us there by either downloading that Mercenary Day one-shot or even donating money, that means so much that you would be willing to, you know, help us get some more music, improve our equipment. It's awesome. Just blown away by that support. So I want to give credit to the people that pitched in and and gave us quest givers and quests for this whole episode. All 12 of these 
requests were from 12 different listeners. So I'm going to read through them. Most of the handles are going to be Twitter. I'll specify if it's otherwise. I'm just going to name the quest giver because then you'll know the quest as well. But they did both the quest giver and the quest and then the community members. Some of these I should know may not have seemed like a complete thing. And that's because there is a part two to it. So that will be either in the next episode or the following episode that the payoff will come, you know, kind of call back to it. So without further delay, thank you to these 12 awesome folks. Kurt at Indignant Badger gave us Nostra Dumas. Chris at Voidshift underscore C gave us Vendor. That's on Instagram. I think he's also on Twitter, but more active on Instagram. Tino at Big V Roman gave us Nachito. Ian Moss, the lead designer of the game, gave us the trench coat. And that one won't pay off the next episode, but then the following episode it should. We'll see, hopefully. <laughs> Daniel at Daniel Rickner gave us Sheriff O'Malley. Nick at Nickstrosity gave us Artie Art McArts. That one I kind of split into two parts because of reasons that you'll find out. So yeah, definitely a part two for that one. That one guy at that one fella with three Z's gave us Chicken Dan. Colin from Facebook gave us Steve. A nice little actual Borderlands reference. Brandon at Bane underscore magic. Magic with a J gave us Mr. Greebs at Azralath gave us JP, the Jade Pony. I'm so sorry that I called the the tool a procreation tool. Oops, I mean, that, that just came out. So, but I hope it was funny. I hope you approve it. Andre at Hamsome Cheese gave us the coffee episode. A little behind the scenes is that he sent that clip in, but I couldn't play it for the crew and so I just said it and I messed up and I said coffee man and so then when I inserted it I realized oh well he said coffee guy and then Phil and Kyle started doing bits about coffee man and I mean still relevant I'm sure still great Misha at Lizo designs on on Instagram but also on Twitter too but I think mainly on Instagram the ratch one and that's all of them that was 12 wow that went fast. So thank you to all of you. And if you want to participate in future kind of events like that, follow us on social media at FF Adventure Co. Join our Discord. It's de- you're definitely going to see it there. And you can interact with us. Links will be in the episode description. If you're enjoying the show, rate and review it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Good Pods. And Good Pods is especially cool because you can actually rate and review each episode and we can interact back. So you could be like, oh, that was a weird episode. And I'll be like, yeah, but that van reference was pretty killer, right? The van door, ah, so good. And you don't even have to rate each episode. You can just comment if you want. You could just rate. You can mix and match. So that's really cool. You can also kind of follow us. Uh, You can follow me on there. So we've actually teamed up with Good Pods, and we're going to be participating in a TTRPG takeover on the app. And we could use your help. On March 28th and 29th, we want to flood the app with listens of indie TTRPG podcasts. So you can help us out by signing up on Good Pods, following and listening to us there, and then leaving those sweet five-star reviews on episodes you listen to and commenting on them. 
and you know we'll comment back and if you see other people commenting you could reply to their comments you can have kind of conversations with fans of the show on there then on march 28th and 29th listen to our new episode will come out on the 28th but then listen to other podcasts that are going to be in the featured section on the app and the site and a lot of them will be actual plays some of them might be tcrpg adjacent it's going to be really cool i know i've been seeing a lot of people join the group and get involved with it and there's a lot of really cool podcasters on there and i'll share my profile so you can follow me and see what i'm listening to on there and i'll follow you back in the episode description I'll also put a link to our show to on good pods in the episode description so there you go. Our next episode will come out March 28th, and it'll be part two of the Frosty Flagon. And that is all I've got. Thank you again. And remember, you can lead a badass to bullets, but you can't make them shoot. You go see the siren queen again how did you guess did, you guess it? did i guess it for real <laughs>